Hey, welcome back to my podcast. Today I have a special guest with me, my daughter Lexi, who's 20, and we are going to talk about all things education and schools today. And so I just thought that this would be a really great opportunity since she's back from university for a couple days before we head out to the States to just kind of get her thoughts on what it was like in high school, what it's like at university. We also just recorded kind of her insights about moving here overall. If you are not familiar with my new training hub that came out, if you are moving to New Zealand and would love some help in figuring out how to get settled here in New Zealand, check out my training hub at KiwiAmericans.com and you can hear a little bit more from Lexi there as well. All right, so let's dive in today. Hi, Lex. Hi. We're going to talk about school. So let's talk about, let's just go through chronologically how old you were when you came here and what school you were in and what grade and that sort of thing. So just before actually we get started, here in New Zealand, like in the States, it's first grade through 12th grade. In New Zealand, it's called year one, which you start when you're five years old. So anytime in that year that your child turns five is when he starts or she starts school. And then it goes all the way through year 13. And so year one through six is what they call primary or elementary. Then years seven and eight are intermediate. And then years nine through 13 are considered high school, also called college here in New Zealand. Okay, so anyway, getting back to Lexi. So how old were you when you moved here? I was 11, so that would be fifth grade-ish, year six, going to year seven. And you were homeschooled? Yep, started off homeschooled. Yeah, so we homeschooled Lexi for a year because she, uh, you know, we went to the local school. We didn't love the school atmosphere it just was a little bit chaotic to be honest yeah. we went, remember we walked through and like every classroom was like crazy and like the teacher was like in the corner <laughs> that's what I remember <laughs> yeah. let's just say we didn't hit off great with the principal so we were like you know what we'll just take this year and homeschool my other two the school that we found for the other kids were was fine and then my youngest was too young to be in school so so yeah, so she was homeschooled. What do you remember about that? Did you like that? Was it boring? Um, was it a U.S. curriculum that we It had? was a U.S. curriculum. Yeah, so it was a U.S. curriculum. It wasn't like super New Zealandy. It was a oh, lot of... Oh, that's true. The only thing that really was different, there was, I think we went to some homeschool group activities. Yeah, we? so in the Wellington yeah. region, there's Wellington Region Homeschool Association, which is well-established and was easy. So we could jump into... Swimming lessons. Remember the art class we took at the Connections place? That's Ar- over yes, up there. Trying um, to remember. <laughs> yeah, and then they would have like athletic days at the big athletic right. place and we would go there. They just said all of these things and we could just mm. pick what we wanted. I they mean, yeah. Send out, yeah. It was good. They would send out like an email once a week with all the activities that we could go to that was organized. It was really nice, actually. Mm. It was nice. Uh, so, yeah, so we did use a U.S. curriculum. One thing to note that because New Zealand is education is run on a national level. If you're going to homeschool your child, then you submit like what your curriculum you're going to cover in the year. And then they say, okay, that's fine with us. And then they actually send you a check for like what you would have paid for your child to go to public school. They send you the money back, which then enables you to buy your whole curriculum, no problem. So that was really a nice feature. Didn't even know that. Yeah. So yeah, so first year. And then because when we first moved here, we came here for two years, the second year, 
there was a different, I mean, it's the same school, but it was a different principal, different, actually a separate school, really, that you ended up going to. Yeah, so I started in year seven, which is intermediate, and they were like a whole separate building, like it was across the street. So yeah. that was a like a whole different vibe than the primary school. Yeah, we did that because we wanted to give her an experience being in school mm. and making friends and what it was like. So do you remember anything about yeah. that? I remember I did like it. Like it was a lot of being outside and a lot of like... We did a lot of sports things. Like, every day there was, like, a couple hours even of playing games and stuff. And, like, we'd have, like, exercise every morning. Like, that is so different to what we would have done in the U.S. But there was always, like, activities. I I find that it wasn't as much learning stuff in books as it was, like... Yeah, more, experience a lot of activity. learning, like touching mm. and feeling, and that's, yeah, that's what I would say. We well. went on way more field trips. We did way more, like, stuff with the primary school kids. But I did find it was relatively easier than the school that I went to in the U.S., which wasn't, like, probably a normal high school anyways, but... Right, she went to, like, a r- regular, uh, rigorous is the word I'm looking for, rigorous private school, so, yeah, the... Yeah, so it's not like, it wouldn't say it's equal to like a public school in the U.S. that you went to. So yeah, she was definitely ahead of the other students. Everyone there was really nice, and I did really like it. I made and did friends. you make friends? Yeah. yeah, you made friends. I still follow mm-hmm. someone on Instagram. Nice. <laughs> but like, you know how that goes. Nice. Um, and then how was it then for you to integrate back into the U.S. from there? So we moved from there, mm. and then you had to go back to a more rigorous education. I think since I'd already been at the same school in the U.S. before, it wasn't as hard as it would have been. But Mm -hmm. what grade did I start again? Eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah. Yeah, that was okay. Like, it just took a little bit of of adjusting that, oh, there's actually a lot of work to do and, like, a lot of homework compared to what I did But yeah, but it's also just sitting in a classroom, Mm -hmm. listening to a teacher. It's just definitely a different way of doing things. It did take a little bit, but nothing, like, huge. Yeah. And I think that your personality adjusts fine to either way. I think certain personalities would do better in a more active school, mm. and other personalities would do better more of, like, sit and listen and learn. So I did, I think, yeah, I did like both ways, and I'm glad that I got both experiences of learning, I guess. That's cool. Also, okay, so then, move ahead, we're in the States for two years, then we moved back here, and how old were you? Um, 15. So I was in the so, beginning of sophomore year. Sophomore year, year. okay. And that was a bit harder, right? Because yeah. you're leaving your friends, boyfriends, mm. school. You know, high school's different, and it's harder to leave. So when you came and you went to school here in New Zealand, and you went right into high school, mm-hmm. right, or college, as they call it here, so what was that like for you? How was it different? So I started year 11, and there's only three years of high school, so it was like the first year of high school, which I'd kind of already done, so it was a little bit weird. But it was... It was quite similar to the to the intermediate school that I'd been to before, just like a high school version. It was like, you know, a lot of outside stuff, and there was a lot of learning that wasn't in a book, I guess. Like we had, what's the word, mandatory cooking classes and like Yeah, sewing. so they focus on a lot of life skills. If you notice overall in curriculum in New Zealand, you'll learn to cook, you'll learn to garden, you'll learn to sew. You have yeah, like sewing, sewing class and, you know, a lot of different textile type things. Yeah, some schools have woodwork as as well. I don't think we really had that because not many people want to do it. Also music, which you had to do, and then a language. I think you had to do a couple languages. Yeah, a couple languages. Um, but, but just then, for short term. I don't feel like you learn languages. Yeah. That's one of the disadvantages I definitely 
definitely see of education in New Zealand is the lack of focus on really developing a foreign language, especially when they're younger, when it's much easier to learn a foreign language. But that's another. Yeah, I started in year 11, which is when you start like picking your classes rather than being like having to do yeah. them all. So yeah. I didn't really pick the um, the practical ones. Wait, no, anyways, you started did in I? year 10, didn't you? you well, like the end. end of, yeah, that's the right. Very you end, at the very so end. So I met people, but like that's about it. Okay. So let's talk about the uniform. So she went to an all girls Presbyterian school and they had a pretty strict uniform. Mm-hmm. So there were two uniforms one for winter and summer. The winter one was a full length kilt because it was like a, was a Scottish school or something. Yeah, it's Scottish, yeah. And like tights and leather shoes, like a a blouse and like a full-on blazer. Yeah, you can just like kind of Google the, the photos of that. It's, or maybe mom can share them, but they're really... You like, didn't like it? They're really different. It took me a while to get used yeah. to. And then the summer one was like similar, just like a shorter skirt. And, and very expensive for parents. Yeah. It's a shock. Like, I ordered the absolute minimum, like, mm. two shirts, one skirt, I'm just doing a lot of laundry, one set of PE outfit, yeah. and it was still $800. It was really lucky we had friends that had graduated from that school. Right, that's right. Who gave us some of uniforms, their uniforms. Yeah, that so. happens a lot, and people sell secondhand as well. I recommend that's true. That. Some schools have the secondhand. That's nice. Yeah. But still. Yeah, the uniform took a bit to get used to, but also my school and actually most girls only schools, you have to have your hair up. If you're going to have it down, it has to be like above your shoulder, it has to be natural colored, like a specific color hair tie even, and then one earring in your ear, no jewelry unless it's religious or cultural. No nail polish. So how did that make you feel? Like, did you hate that? Did you feel like I can't express my individuality? Well, I didn't feel like I really need to express myself, but, but it was just But did you feel like annoying. it made it easier, though? I mean, or you don't have to um, think about it? Yeah, I guess so. It was I mean, I guess if easier. you don't know any different. I mean, it was annoying at times. Like, I can't even just paint my nails because yeah, no, I have school true. next week. That's true. But you just get to a point where you don't even care. And you don't care. Yeah, that's what's it's nice whatever. about <clears throat> going to an all-girls school is you really notice that the girls just kind of don't care, and mm-hmm. and it's really nice in that sense. I have a son who's in an all-boys school. I wouldn't say it's the same for them, because when you go to an all-boys school, it's, whew, it's stinky in there. Oh, gosh. Really bad. <laughs> like, they don't have any motivation to, you know, mm. hygiene when there's no girls at school. <laughs> And so I just think that boys learn a lot of their social skills from girls. And when they're not around them a lot, they're not learning that. So the grunting is lasting a lot longer and the non-communication. The <laughs> it's true. They totally grunts. But that's a different thing. Okay, yeah. That's a different, different child. We'll talk about that later. But I have noticed that our, her sister, who's 14, goes to the same school now. And she, for a couple of days, had to wear her own clothes and she found it like, what am I going to wear? And it was like this whole mm. ordeal when like, I and mean, that's what I was trying to tell her. Like, you don't realize like normally you'd have to go through this every day. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to wear? And da, da, da. And you know, while it seems fun initially, it's yeah, it's just yeah, that nice always to happened. have to worry about it. Okay. So let's talk about sports. What sports were you in in high school and how did you like that? So my main sport was volleyball. I played all through high school and also like for Wellington and like, a little bit for New Zealand as well but that was my main sport I played that pretty much all year round and then I played socially social is like it's like you kind of just make your own team with a bunch of friends and you just 
kind of joined a social league. It's not super organized, but I played netball, which is really popular here. It's, I think it's the most popular for girls in high school and even younger. I found it a little bit boring. <laughs> it was, yeah. I'm glad that I boring. played I though. Like, now I know, but I don't get the hype to be honest. I don't get it. And then I also played football, soccer. So can we share the story about when you first came and the volleyball? What was the story? The, the first, the story, like like your first week of school, and you're at lunch, and some oh. older girls came up to you. Oh gosh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so when we first came here, we already knew some people. We were staying with our church That's friends. Right. That's right. Those church friends also went to that school, and one of them was friends with some of the girls on the volleyball team there, and she had said to them that I was like top player in Wisconsin or something, <laughs> Some, which I definitely wasn't. Yeah. I was average as. And yeah, they came up to you They came something. up to me and they were like, are you, Lexi, you have to join our team now. Like they <laughs> told me when the trial was and like, I played like, I was started at the very end of year 10. So like I played one game with them and then the But I feel like the they immediately well. had like, here's a volleyball, let's play right now. Oh yeah, we played uh what and were, they, were they like, oh Lunch my goodness, time. I feel like, because they were setting. shook. Yeah, Because, yeah. well, St. Orange was, like, a bit average at volleyball when we first yeah, started. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have much coaching. Much better now, and that, that is coached, but yeah. that was very funny. They all thought that I was, like, the top in Wisconsin. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing to know. <laughs> this isn't a big country, so all of your skills that are average in the U.S. are going to be above average here in New Zealand. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and you're going to be good at things because there's just not a lot of people. And so a lot less competition, so mm. that's kind of fun. Okay, cool. So you played volleyball. How was it making friends? Like coming back that second time, so you're almost 16 years old. You know, was it hard? Because these girls, a lot of them, if they started in year seven, would have been in school for a couple of years together. Already. Yeah, they had all, they pretty much all been in there since year seven. Oh, okay. I didn't find it too hard, to be honest. Like, it's the same as going to any new school, but people kind of just like you immediately because you're foreign. Mm-hmm like especially American and just want to talk to you. So then when you talk to people that you just become friends, like it's pretty easy. And I also made quite good friends through sports as well, through volleyball specifically. It's um, true. Getting involved in anything is how yeah. you make friends. Yeah. It's true for adults as well. Yeah. It really wasn't that, that hard because everyone's so nice and so just keen to talk to you. So I haven't really prepped you for this question, but something that just popped into my oh, head. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, so like... So we moved you here when you were 11, we moved you back to the States, and then we moved you back here when you were 15. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about doing that to your child at some point in the future? Mm-hmm. Do you have an opinion about that because of your own experience? I just think that the audience would be curious about that. I think I absolutely would when they're like 11, 12, mm-hmm. and younger. That is definitely the best As age. many number of times. Honestly, it did not phase me at all. It okay. was so exciting. Like... Yeah. going on the plane and stuff like that's what you care about but once you hit once I hit like 14 even 14 15 it was like a huge deal right so I think like if I'd moved 15 and then what 17 two years after that again it would have been like terrible yeah, like yeah, I wouldn't terrible. do that but I think yeah. my kids I would definitely move when they're when younger they're young. that, yeah I would say 12 and younger are kind of the idea yeah ages. honestly any number of times it is okay. also like it was a little bit rough not being able to really settle. Like, I didn't really settle 
anywhere until recently. Yeah, it didn't feel like anywhere yeah. was home for you? Yeah, I don't even know where it is now. <laughs> I would say here. Yeah, it, yeah but, it feels like that. Yeah, it, yeah, I think it was just rough the second time moving here. Yeah. The you time wouldn't before. recommend doing that, but it wasn't horrible. Like, But I, when you moved out of the house, when you were 18, you said that you were then thankful that we right. did move you. Though. Well, I wouldn't say I like wouldn't recommend it. Like, okay. I don't think it's... I don't think you shouldn't do it if you have 15-year-olds. Like, even mm-hmm. if it's hard, I'm so glad that we did. Like, I would not want to live there right now. Because mm-hmm. it was, like, right before... It was right before COVID and right before, like, Trump was in. Like, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just wouldn't want to live there now. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. So, you know, in summary, it was it was hard, for sure. I think that that's real. But I think at the end, she was glad that she did it, right? Mm, definitely. Is that kind of what you're saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, if you have a teenager and you're thinking about moving here... It's not the end of the world. And, and it's a little bit different, like, when you have a whole family. Like, Lexi is the oldest of four. So, like, when you're thinking of, like, moving your family or doing so, you have to think of the group as a whole, mm-hmm. right? You can't make decisions based, you know, on one or another one. Like, my youngest is the same age as all of his cousins, you know? And so, like, when we moved, that was, like, the big argument with the family. It was, like, you're moving in from yeah. all his cousins. Do you know what I mean? And that's what's hard because you can't make a decision based on, like, one person in your family. And so there's just always a lot to think about. So one other thing I want to touch about is, like, stress. Like, I think that that's a big thing in students Mm -hmm. and young people these days and just everybody these days. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, like, how is the stress? Like, do you notice a stress difference from the U.S. to here? Like, for me, I definitely do as an adult. Was it the same? It's less stressful here, right? I think it's yeah. less stressful here for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, way but, my yeah. personality is, yeah. I don't really get too stressed generally, but I found high school was a lot less stressful. Like, not much homework to do, like, stuff like that. But NCA, I'm sure you, like, can talk about NCA as a whole another time, but... Yeah. That people got so intense about, like, if they didn't get an excellence, which is, like would be the highest grade in NCA. Like, it was the end of the world, even though now that I've finished high school and everyone finds that once they finish high school, you realize it absolutely did not matter at all. And that's the true with anybody going to any high school, just so you know. Like, you think, every, like, the whole world mm-hmm. is that world, and it's not until high school is over that you realize, oh, okay. Yeah, not definitely. That's not everything. <laughs> and right. so just so you guys know, NCA is the program that they use here in New Zealand. Actually, I think they're getting rid of it in the next couple of years, but it's years 11 through 13, and it's basically the way that they work it. It's their pathway into university. So you're really kind of starting university level at year 11. And I could do a whole another thing on that and explain that to you. So that's what she's talking about. And also I wanted to mention that grades are not the same. It isn't A, B, C, D, E, F. Mm-hmm. It's it excellence. It is a new. It changes back into uni. Oh, like, okay. It's the same so it's, as... But in high school, it's excellence, then merit, then achieved, then not achieved correct? Mm-hmm. And so everything is that. And so that's what she's referring to with everybody striving for right. excellence, right? Well, I'm, it could have just been my school as well, which was really... Yeah, your school is definitely excellence. focused on getting excellence. Yeah. So yeah. Like, and so yeah, when you're picking schools here, they vary quite a bit. So even though everybody follows essentially the same curriculum, some schools will focus on education, which will then be excellence, right? Some are focused on sports, some are focused on music, 
dance, arts, that sort of thing. Okay, so why don't you catch us up to where you are now? Have we talked about that? Have we talked no, about that? No, I don't think so. So I'm in my second year of uni now. I'm at Otago in Dunedin. I'm studying biomed, which is biomedical science majoring in reproduction genetics and development. Last year I did first year health science, which is like, it's kind of the the standard year that you have to do to go into um, any of the professional programs like medicine, dentistry, what's the other one? Physiotherapy, all that kind of thing. But then it also goes into pretty much all the health science majors. So that's super popular thing to do. And then this year I'm doing more of like a, what's the word? Um, more to what I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah, of more, more broad. Focused. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So that's going really well. I just had my SEM1 exams. So I'm on break. But overall, that's been really good. I haven't found it terrible. In the first year, you stayed in the dorms. That's and right. And yeah. now you're in. Yep. So the halls, every uni has halls pretty much. And they, I would say they're quite different to the US because in the US, you share a room and then like the the food what do you call that the dining yeah the dining what do you call that dining hall? dining hall dining it's hall. like a whole separate thing or something yeah it's a separate thing everybody uses the same dining hall but here it was like every hall had their own kitchen and own meals yeah and in the building which right. would be nice when it's cold and you get your own room some rooms you can even pay extra and have your own ensuite which, which means is really bathroom. nice it's not a thing everywhere oh, I it's not a thing everywhere really oh so yeah I liked that for the first year only. Like, some people stay for two years, but I could not. Like, it's good for the first year to meet people. I definitely recommend, but after that, you should flat. I'm flatting now with four girls from from my hall from that last you year. Met. Okay, yeah. cool. And are they all the same major as you? Or? No, they're only oh. one's the same. Oh, not okay. even the same major, just the same degree, but okay. they're all different. Like, Oh, nice. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. Most of us did HealthSci last year, and now we're all doing quite different things. Yeah, and that's how it is. You figure out what you like doing. So, yeah. so anyway, I don't want to make this podcast too long. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lexi. And I hope that you guys really found this informative and interesting and get some insight on what education is like from, you know, my child's perspective, mm-hmm. not just mine all the time. <laughs> and so definitely check out KiwiAmericans.com. Check out the training hub. If you guys are moving here, it's going to be very helpful. Otherwise, you can also book some time to chat with me directly. But anyway, hope this was great and we'll see you next time.